Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents The DFS Lineup Lock Hour Sponsored by DailyRoto.com Lineup Lock Live Game time decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci. Kicking it with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Head on over to dailyroto.com. It's the industry's leading daily fantasy site that has produced seven separate FanDuel and DraftKings million-dollar tournament winners and millions more in smaller prizes for countless subscribers. Once there, you can uh, click on Go Premium. Use the same uh, daily fantasy line optimizers to help Daily Roto customers achieve such remarkable success. Out of a sports wagering you're into, click on the new uh, sports betting tab where you'll be able to use the same tools that will produce all those daily fantasy winnings for money line picks, picks against the spread, game totals, and player props. Go to DailyRoto.com, enter FNTSY for a special discount. DailyRoto.com, the industry website where millionaires are made literally. And I'm actually on DailyRoto.com right now. And like I said, guys, I'm still figuring this out. And I hate to admit, I should have been on this earlier uh, but there's so much information here, and the site is very, very incredibly detailed. So uh, I'm just starting to figure out how to really use the optimizers right now, Cam. And I actually, you know when we talk about, like, you know, Drew Dinkmeyer's got 150 lineups and stuff like yep. this? So with Daily Roto, basically, so Mike Cardano gave me a little tutorial, and there's a video I'm going to watch later that Drew Dinkmeyer did. But... So basically, you know, we punched in stack, okay? So you yep. can program the computer. Now, it's just kind of some technical stuff here a little bit, but it really isn't. It's, it's very simple. Like Cardano showed me how to do it, and I'm an idiot. So, And you're not the most computer-savvy guy, but you know your way around a sports book I uh, do. online. You, so, and a horse, you know, a horse betting. So you'd, you, you would be able to navigate through this no problem as well. And it really is amazing, Cam. So... You basically, like, the theme of the year this year in DFS and in NFL, and if you're paying attention, guys, when all of our experts and the best players in the world literally join us, it's basically the stacks have worked. So the games that are supposed to be, the, you know, you pick out that high-scoring game, you get the high-scoring game, you stack the contrarian team and a wide receiver from the other team, right? Yeah. A player or two from one team, so basically, you know, like, you know, you're stacking, all right, you know, we're going to stack the Chiefs, but we're going to take a couple of Jag wide receivers because it's going to be a high-scoring game. They're going to produce as well. And then the lineup is made uh, for you. So Mike just did an example like this. So stack two wide receivers and then, uh, you know, players from one team and then, you know, somebody from the other team. So a good example is, so here's the optimal lineup that they just spit out. Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey. Giovanni Bernard, A.J. Green, 
Geronimo Allison, Marvin Jones Jr., Austin Hooper, David Johnson, and the Philadelphia Eagles defense. Projected to put up 163 points. Now, I'm going to tell you, it sounds like a pretty damn good team, Cam. Sure does. And, and like, honestly, it would have taken me, like, an hour to come up with that team, if not more, of, like, (laughs) you know, head-scratching frustrating, and, ah, that doesn't fit, and should I take this guy or that guy? It just did it for me. It also did 150 other variations. So I have another one. Aaron Rodgers, Christian McCaffrey, Gio Bernard, A.J. Green, Allison, Marvin Jones. What's different? Ricky Seals-Jones is the tight end instead of Austin Hooper. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference. Now there's another one. Instead of David Johnson, it's Rashad Penny. Instead of Ricky Seals-Jones, it's Travis Kelsey, but everybody else is the same. Now there's another one. Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, Gio Bernard, Doug Baldwin, Robert Woods. So it goes on and on and on. There's 150 of them, Cam. And... It, it'll export these hunt because I always wonder that. So are you really supposed to sit there and enter 150 lineups in the DraftKings? It's going to take you like six hours. That's the right? thing. The process of so, it. To, yes, so, correct. So this Daily Roto Optimizer, it uploads it for you. you. So basically, you just click, okay, I want to play this at DraftKings. Yep. And you click, all right, DraftKings. Uh-huh. And then it'll basically pop up on the screen at DraftKings, and it'll say approve type thing. And boom, you just got 150 lineups in. The Daily Roto computer did for you. That's going to be way better than a lineup we're going to come up with. And you just got 150 of them. And like I was saying, honestly, it's almost unfair, Cam. Like, I'm going to do it this week in which, in which you look here and – how is some average guy head-to-head going to compete with this? He can't because he doesn't have the Daily Roto algorithm. So That's, I'm going to so, do it. I'm, I'm going to play literally like 150 head-to-heads, maybe just for a dollar each type thing, $2, but just as a test. And uh, I bet you, man, I win like 100 of them. Like, you know, it might be a couple of guys who get lucky and have numbers and stuff. But, you know, listen, Daily Roto's produced seven millionaires, seven millionaire winners, Ken. Like, the, the, I'm telling you, like, the, the information and the lineups are right in front of us, and – like I said, I wish I've gotten to learn this site better earlier in my life, but it's never too late to start winning money. So, no, it's not. You know, right after the show's over, I'm even going to start kicking around more. I'm going to put some of these lineups in right now, actually. And, they, you know, they, they're doing NHL as well. So starting tomorrow with the NHL Daily Roto, I'm going to have a massive advantage over the average guy. And then basically, so if they put, say, so for example, when you're telling me you put 150 and then it's up to you. Do I want to play 10 of these? Do I want to play 25? You can go ding, 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 put your correlation together and then and then hit it. Like, you know what I mean? So you can, you, like, that's the thing. You might not want to play that many lineups, but you could still play well, that's the thing. Like, deviations of whatever. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, make the just, decision. How many am I going to play? 5, 10, 20, whatever. You do it for your bankroll. Yeah, so look, they just gave me 150 lineups. And as yeah. you notice, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers comes up the most. So he's it's, on the, the yes. optimum ones. But he's only on, he's not on, like, all of them, you know? But the thing is, the computer always goes back to Aaron Rodgers. So you hear what I'm saying? Like, it's not a coincidence. Like, basically, the computer and the algorithm keeps going back and saying, that you know what, Aaron Rodgers stacked with the other Packers is the best option. Yes. You know, so it's sort of like trying to force it and telling you, like, listen, Aaron Rodgers is the best option. And then they get into Russell Wilson. And then, okay, and then you can say, okay, maybe you really don't like Russell Wilson this week or you don't like Aaron Rodgers this week. So you keep scrolling down, yeah, keep scrolling down. I have another down. guy for you. Then they've got Matt Stafford in a bunch of them. 
Uh, you keep scrolling down. Keep scrolling down. Now, listen, Cam. I scrolled. We have 150 lineups here. Uh-huh. It only comes up. Like, literally, the first 75 of them come up, either Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. So, so those, what yeah, is that What are, is that telling you? Well, it's telling pretty you simple. That Russell they're, Wilson they're, and Aaron Rodgers are their top-rated projected yeah. quarterbacks. So, if like you decide they, so, Gabriel Morenci to not, play five yeah. lineups, you're going to take Rodgers and, and Wilson in those lineups, right? See, that's you know what, what they're telling you. Like, basically, yes. like, yeah, these are the guys. Like, So, they have, like, the... The, the rankings for each week and a projection. So obviously you could just see while well, they have this guy projected mm-hmm. more than another guy. But this is, I'm talking about, the computer is telling you if you want to stack a quarterback with other wide receivers, the best combination is Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. You know what I mean? Like there might be a better yeah. quarterback that puts up bigger numbers than Aaron Rodgers this week, but he's not going to put up the same numbers with the two wide yes, receivers like exactly. Aaron Rodgers will. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Like, Yep. The computer's saying if you want to stack a quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is your stack. And if not Aaron Rodgers, then take a look at uh, that, that uh, Russell Wilson. Then they like um, then they like Matt Stafford. Then uh, Ryan Tannehill comes up, actually. Now I'm scrolling, I'm mm. scrolling, I'm scrolling. And basically, those are the quarterbacks. The only quarterbacks that came up in this that stack. So basically it was stack a quarterback with a wide receiver and one wide receiver of the other team. So, like, you can create your lineups like this cam you know what i mean so you just tell daily roto and you put in a position so you could say all right cam you don't want you don't want a quarterback you think the running backs are all going to go off so you basically say all right i want i want two or three stud running backs like in my lineup and i want a good quarterback and you just sort of punch it in three running backs quarterback wide receiver and then boom it's going to spit out another 150 lineups for you with that Amazing. Let's say you're a two tight end guy. And I like, remember we were just talking about this. We talked about in the modern NFL, is tight ends. Yep, tight ends. Let's say you're a two tight end guy. So you could put, all right, I want two tight ends in my lineup. And then, boom, you just hit refresh. It's going to spit out all these optimal lineups with two tight ends. Like, it really is some deep, deep, deep stuff. And oh, it's amazing. just having this doesn't mean you're going to win. But like I said, it's like buying a puzzle. And they really did just put all the pieces in the box. You, we just have to be smart enough to figure it out. Like Cardano said, you know, not all the lineups are going to fit all the time and, the, and you know, the projections. So you're going to have to make a decision on your own every once in a while. All right, I'll take this defense out and I'll put this defense in because I can't make it work. But they're really laying it up for you. And it gives you, you options know, people, that you never would have come yeah. up with before because they're they're basically taking it through a supercomputer, throwing it all out there and going one, two, three, four, well, five. Well, let me guys. ask you, Ken. Totally I'll tell sense. you right now. I wouldn't have come up with this lineup. Russell Wilson, Christian McCaffrey, Gio Bernard, A.J. Green, Doug Baldwin, Robert Woods, Nick Vinette, David Johnson, and Eagles defense. I wow. just wouldn't use that lineup. Oh, God. You would like Nick Vinette. It's, a, it's a, probably a, it's a damn good lineup, right? Mm-hmm. And here's another, here's another correlation we're seeing here, Ken. If you notice, this computer and the optimizer, it really keeps going back to Gio Bernard and A.J. Green a lot here, doesn't it? Like yeah. They're in every lineup as well. I'm going to tell you, and you know what? Since we've had our friend uh, Drew Dinkmeyer on the show, he talked about it. We've had two, all the guys that come on say, yeah, we like Bernard again. Uh, Ricky Sanders, what happened? Bernard Bernard was huge again, Gabe. That's two weeks in a row since Joe Mixon's been out that Bernard has been a fantasy stud for that team. The Cincinnati Bengals, you saw it. I know it's against Atlanta, but they're putting up monster numbers. So who's to say who's to say it's going to stop, right? So yeah, You know yeah, what I noticed, so- Cam, too, about these optimized mm-hmm. lineups? Like, listen to the names. Like Aaron Rodgers, McCaffrey, Bernard, Green. Allison, Jones Jr., uh, Jenkins, Johnson. All right, Jenkins not the best example, but 
like I always sort of look for value. Oh well, look, Mike Williams is only thirty nine hundred dollars. Yep. He's only forty five hundred dollars. You notice these optimizers? They don't do that. Like these these lineups are squeezing as many big name players in as they can. Can then they go real cheap? They're not. With the yeah, Nick, they're not yeah, even screwing around with it. Yeah, yeah. There'll be one little Nick Vinette gamble. But, like, where's the big gamble in this lineup? Matt Stafford, Bernard, McCaffrey, Green, Allison, Marvin Jones Jr., Jimmy Graham, Doug Baldwin, and the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, it's There good. really is no major gamble. You know what I mean? And it's funny. The computer really keeps spitting out uh, Ricky Seals-Jones for some reason, too. Well, Ricky so Seals-Jones, like in a, he's in a good matchup, Gabe, uh, versus San Francisco uh, there, right? And uh, yeah. you saw Rosen. Like, no offense. You saw that game against Seattle, man. Arizona actually started to march the ball. Arizona's kicker missed a kick late, and then Seattle went down, and uh, big-ass Seabass kicked the winning field goal there for the Seahawks. But Arizona was starting to move the ball, and San Francisco against tight ends weak. It's a, the computer knows what it's doing, obviously. He's a supercomputer. He's smart. Yeah, Very it smart. Is. It is. And I'll tell you, the news story in Buffalo, Gabe, not, not today. No fires. It was a, a story on basically cop corruption. And the second story, oh, oh. mold. Mold in <laughs> Buffalo homes. Too much mold. Too much mold. <laughs> I yeah. love it. Right now they're doing... There's a lot of asbestos the, there. Oh, for sure, buddy. Old building. The best is, too, they're doing, like, you know, the political commercials. My colleague's a jackass. You know, he ripped off the taxpayers or whatever. They're doing, like, a whole thing on it. Oh, this is just... You said it, man. Like, I turn on this channel. It's, it's news, and I'm just dying. They're just ripping everybody. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> no, you're right, though. Like, and that's the thing. You can make your own decisions. So... Basically, say you're Gabe Barents, you go, you know what, I'm not going to spend, uh, uh, I'm not going to do 150 lineups, I'm going to do 10. But you know through the averages that the computer uh, bus out stuff, hey, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, then you make your decisions accordingly. That's the basically thing. It gives you the combinations, and then you do a little wiggle room. Like, yeah, you, you got you to gotta figure it out yourself. They're going to give you, you said it, like they're going to give you the information there. You piece it together the way you want to do it, but they do a hell of a lot of work for you. Like, we would never come up with that stuff that quick. Imagine trying to put... 150 lineups together with no help there you're ding ding like it's it, that's tedious like it's just you need you actually need the computer to do this because there's not enough time in the day to do it the other way like i would get a headache it's just frustrating oh yeah 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 you like know? line up five you're like oh man what's going on here like yeah no it just it'd be yeah but it's killer, gonna be you know it's gonna be great it's gonna be great like for the nba season camp Oh, yeah, you're going to love it. Hours. I'm just going to spit exactly. in. All right, I want to stack this game and spit out the lineup for me, and I'm going to play it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that's, I, like I'm not as good at this as Drew Dinkmeyer. I never yeah. will be. No, no, like we'll we'll be both of us. We'll have good days, but the guy's a stud. Like, that yeah. is his job, Gabe. Yeah, I, oh, I'm yeah. Like, I've like, broken clocks yeah. right twice a day. We could, we could win sometime. But I'm just saying, it's like sort of like a Wall Street hedge fund company that's making a ton of money showing you how to do it. Like they're telling you, you know, invest in this stock. And, you know, like for the, the affordable price, like honestly, like I said, I feel like an idiot that I didn't jump on board earlier. I was like, yeah, Daily Roto, I know they're winning a bit, but I'm putting lineups together. I'm doing all right. And I realized, like, I had a knife in a gunfight here, Ken. You know what I mean? Like these <laughs> optimizers and computers, my brain just can't uh, beat these people. Um, so I check out Fantasy Factors, the only DFS site with exclusive single-entry contests. It's fun. It's a recreational place to play with smaller leagues and flatter prize pools. They have great free promos like Survivor, Super Bowl Squares, March Madness Bracket Contest. Sign up today. Go to FantasyFactor.com. That's FantasyFactor.com. It's a fun site. I enjoy uh, playing. 
over there as well. And, uh, hey, if you uh, enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but you're sick of dealing uh, with the professionals and the algorithms like we were just talking about, uh, then check out the Prop Builder tool over at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple uh, lineups, ditch hassle, and dealing with late scratches. Avoid experts uh, winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players you want without salary caps. Sign up uh, for a new account using promo code FNTSY. Get a 50% deposit bonus. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the props that you choose. Go to, go to mybookie.ag. Enter promo code FNTSY upon sign up and choose the matchups using the Prop Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag. Promo code FNTSY. And you did sign up at mybookie.ag, didn't you, Cam? Yes, I do. I have an account. I have an account there. I have multiple accounts. And also, I, I like. So I when like you what signed up, where you were able to play right away, you just put your credit oh, card yeah. in and you were able to yeah, start but, playing right yeah, away. It's, it's, U, it's U.S. money. So basically, when I popped in a couple hundred dollars, say you put in uh, for all our friends in Canada, you know, 200, you basically, you know, you spend 270 to get the 200 U.S., boom, you start play, playing on the site. It's great. The site looks good. The numbers are there. You know, for people who are older like us with bad eyes, it's it's very, very good. And I find that they're very good for dogs. And Fantasy Factor, Gabe, like every contest answer, you, they give you like NFL jerseys. Like they're giving stuff away too. Great sponsors of the show. Did you, uh, did you stop money in there? Did you lose your money or do you still have no, I got 18. I think I got, I got 18 bucks in there. I got to reload. I got a lot in this other Sound, account. Sounds like it's a future play. $18. You got to lay it on something. <laughs> exactly. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Time decisions. Lineup lock live. I am Gabriel Renzi alongside the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. We'll get back to some NFL optimizing and uh, talk about uh, the board here. Are you going to put together a lineup for this uh, showdown baseball game tonight? I'm trying to. I'm yeah, trying I'm to, but gonna, as I I'm stated, gonna... I started to get a headache trying to do it. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, but uh, like basically for me, I'm going to go a little bit contrarian because, you know, the Cubs are the favorite in the game. So basically, Gabe, exactly what you talked about. I wish I had the optimizer, but I went with uh, I went with some uh, Colorado Rockies whole slate and then uh, took one Cub in my lineup tonight. So I'm working on that one right now, too. So it's just, I, I'm just saying, you know, that's the thing with these showdowns. You saw last night we had Sammy Watkins. He got hurt. You know, you can't really predict things like that. Hunt was huge. A lot of good things, but that's the thing. That whole puzzle has to be perfect to, to, to win a showdown. You know everything has to go perfect. You can't go, yeah, well, four of my five guys are great. Oh, yeah, four, five out of six. No, they all have to perform or else you're, you're shit out of luck. You know, I was hoping to try to squeeze in both pitchers tonight. 
You know, because I you could pull do it, it off with, I with tried. the flex, but I, yeah, I know. I tried. It doesn't work. It doesn't Me work. Too. You'll get, you'll get the, the bats are too shit. You can't, you can't do it. Like I wanted Freeland and Lester too. T- uh, tough. I picked one, and then I got very, very strong bats on on one side of the team. And you might want to do that if you like the Cubs in the game. Put Lester in those bats, and you'll get a good team going. I try. I tried every combination to get both pitchers. Couldn't, couldn't be done. All right. So I'm looking right now, Cam. Uh, they actually do have an optimizer up for tonight, so this is going to help. Now, what what I came up with so far, and I had John Lester as my pitcher. Yep. Um, I had Javier Baez, Nolan Arenado. Pick. Yep. Um, Matt Holiday. Mm, good. He's cheap. Now I got fifty three hundred dollars per player left, but let's see where let's see where I'm going here. So they actually think Trevor Story is going to yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, He's in the my second, lineup, buddy. Really, eh? <laughs> yeah, of course he See, is. I've got yeah. Nolan, Nolan Arenado and Trevor Story are the highest projected hitters. Yeah. The highest projected Cub is Chris Bryant. Interesting. I wanted him, but can't afford him. He's $9,100. Too much. Yeah, that's the thing. When I went with Arenado and Story, Arenado's 9900 Gabe. Story's 10500 So, you know, uh, eventually with these things, you're going to have to find a guy for like five grand or something like that. Or or you can let's, go let's stack, fu- stack, 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 yeah, real let's, cheap. Let's find a value pick. Value pick was actually Matt Holiday. So, you see, you know, I was on to the same thing. You know, that's yeah, what Holiday. I was thinking as well. Yep, but we're going to need a little cheaper. Uh, that's about it. Daniel I got a Murphy. guy for you. I got a guy for you if you like the Cubs. Almora Jr. is cheap. Uh, Ionetta actually is pretty cheap that they like. Love Ionetta tonight. He's in my lineup. I also like Wilson Contreras. Very cheap if you like the Cubs. He's uh, yeah, good $5, call. Five hundred dollars. Actually, I'm putting good this call. lineup in. I, I really like this lineup a lot. Like, and I have almost exactly the same guys as the as the optimizer. Unfortunately, I can't fit Lester in there too. It's impossible to get Freeland and Lester in. So, I'm kind of taking a shot with Freeland. But I have all the best. Rockies, you said you have uh, Story and Arenado are projected first and second. Yeah, they're both in my they're both in my lineup tonight. They've got um, they've got uh, Freeland slightly projected more over uh, slightly over Lester actually, and good. You know what, Lester's actually uh, Lester's actually more expensive because the thing with Freeland yes, is, is the strikeouts are there, right? Yeah, and he's cheaper. He's uh, and he's cheaper, so I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna that, listen to the yeah. computer. Okay, you listen to yeah, the computer. So I'm gonna switch it I, up, and I want you to put your lineup together, and I'll do, and I'll do mine. And All right, yeah, my we'll lineup's it now with the, with the help of the, with the help of the computer here. Yep. So I've got um, I've got Freeland, yep, Baez, Arenado, Matt Holiday, Wilson Contreras, and Almora. I like that lineup a lot. Not bad. Want to hear my lineup, Gabe? Here's mine with. I don't uh, know though. I'm just thinking. Should I have? I put. You like the Cubs in the. I base. I put five Rockies and one Cub in my lineup. I'm Rocky heavy because I think I got the better players on the team for the price. I think they can win the game, and uh, I just have one Cub Contreras because he's an absolute steal at 5,500. It should be a low-scoring game. That's the thing. Yeah, so then if you want both pitchers, you could start to do yeah, different So I went Almora Jr. I went Almora Jr., Nolan Arenado, Baez, Contreras, Freeland, Matt Holiday. 
I don't mind that two-pitcher thing, but the problem is it's just so hard to make it work after, Cam. You only got like 5,000 left after. I know. that's And, yeah, there's only six positions, right? Two of them are pitchers. Sure, they pitch gems, but the bats that you have, some somebody's going to put up something, and it can't be all like players that are $5,000 to, you know, rake and get, get you the RBIs. I put this team together. Uh-huh. Um, basically, yeah, I went with Kyle Freeland as my pitcher for $12,400. The guy's on fire, 28.2, 21.3, 20Ks. Like, Gabe, he's one of those guys you talk about. He's been pitching well, and he'll get you some strikeouts, and he's cheaper than Lester. Trevor Story is unbelievable. He's got 40 DK points in his last two games, two home runs, three ribbies, stolen base thrown in there. I love this guy. Like, that's the thing. Even get you extra points with a stolen base, 10,500. Nolan Arenado, as you talked about, insane. Like, you have to have him in your lineup. 14, 32, and 14 his last three games. Four home runs in his last three, five RBIs. Like, this guy is absolutely sick. One of the best players in baseball. Now we have to save money. I stuck with Colorado because I got to do something different in these showdowns. Ian Desmond is my guy at $6,100. He's got 25 uh, points in his last four games there. Chris Iannetta, as you mentioned, he's catching for Colorado tonight, hitting eighth in the lineup and very cheap at $5,400. He's also got 28 drafting points in his last three with a homer and an RBI, and we both have Wilson Contreras batting seventh for the Cubs tonight, very cheap. 18 DK points in uh, last couple games there. What's he got? Two RBIs and a home run as well. And he's only $5,500, which is a really, really good price. So that's the line. That's the lineup right there. Morency, we got Freeland, Story, Arenado, Desmond, Ionetta, Contreras. I like where you're doing. I like where you're going with that. I'm putting together another one right now, and I managed to got two pitchers in. I got John Lester, Freeland, nice. Ian Desmond, uh, the robot, uh, David, and. Um, Matt Holiday, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. David Bote, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bote. That guy's awesome. Mr. Roboto, yeah, Mr. Mr. Roboto. <laughs> I like Mr. Roboto. He's actually doing quite well too. He's got three hits in his last four games. A triple in there, three RBIs. Yeah, in his and last he's not going to be owned he's either. Yeah, he's good. And he's not going to be owned. I like see the computer does. The computer doesn't hate him. Like they like him better than some other guys. So, yeah, Lester, Bodie, Holiday, Desmond, at least be $6,600, and I'll go back with Almora Jr. here. I could go Contreras, Ionetta. I'll go Almora Jr. And uh, yeah, we'll put some small play here. We're entering like a $3,000. Man, every time I enter this camp, it says, oh, it's full, and it sends me to another one. <laughs> I hate that. Then why does it accept me in the that. first place? Why does it exactly. say, no, this contest is full. Yes. You can't play Ex- this one. <laughs> it drives me nuts, too. That's what I do, Gabe. When I wake up, I have my morning coffee. You're doing the morning show. I go to, I go to, up to DraftKings and the Lions. I go, okay, well, I'm going to play the quarter jukebox here. I'm going to do Do you at least listen to the morning show? Here. Are you at least what? giving us another view? Are you at least listening to the morning show and giving us I have a view? The fantasy, I have the Fantasy Sports uh, <laughs> Network on my television. I pay extra for it, too, in my cable package. They actually, It's actually funny. When I was dealing, re-dealing with them because I got the Amazon Fire Stick, they, they gassed it. I'm like, you took away my horse racing channel and that, so I went ballistic. They didn't even tell me they were going to do it, so I called, and I have, like, a personal representative now, and I told them, I'm, like, sick and tired of giving you guys $400 a month for crap, you know what I mean? My cable's out or whatever all the time, so they cut me a deal on the Fantasy Sports Network golf channel and horse race and go, yeah, yeah, you keep those channels. You don't take them, you don't take them away from me. It's actually funny. It's like the TV's watching you. They know what you like. <laughs> oh, they know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, of course they definitely know. That's, oh, it's, uh, these guys yeah. look at my bill. Okay, this guy's all sports. He's doing this, that. You know, it's just uh, they know everything. They know everything. 
and they try to and they try and no no their big new thing was they were supposed to go a la carte right that was supposed to be for the consumer you're allowed to get the fantasy sports radio and television network as a channel there you're supposed to be getting horse racing as a channel but now they do they split up other than the they have a generic sports package and then they have sports one sports you know what i mean so they split it up and make you pay extra because they know hey this guy watches horses we're going to put that one in the other package hey this guy likes fantasy sports we'll put that one in the other one so they make you pay like an extra 30 40 bucks they're very 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 savvy at the cable company marenzi very sharp now um i see the DraftKings has posted uh, hockey um hockey yeah uh, i've already they got the hockey up for tomorrow night already four games on the slate Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. Right, let's I'm go looking. take a look at it right now. Uh, there's a couple guys that I was looking at for cheap. I know that Tavares obviously is going to be ridiculously owned and expensive, but you know, making his Leafs debut, well, he probably will do quite well. But there's a lot of uh, cheap, cheap guys that I like too, uh, Gabe. There's some really nice, good players that are you're getting a little bit of a value on them because uh, you know they're not as uh, popular. For example, like a guy like uh, against Vancouver, Monahan, the the center for the Calgary Flames, like he's fifty nine hundred dollars. I love Bo Horvat. I think Bo, Bo Horvat is one of the most underrated players in the league for Vancouver. The guy's a stud. He's fifty seven hundred dollars, and uh, I think those are good prices. And I, I I think San Jose. I think they murder Anaheim in that game. I'm betting also doing a parlay that plays plus one thirty. I've already put it in with the Leafs and Sharks. And I'm going to take Logan Couture. He is $6,200, which I think is a steal in the game. Every time San Jose and Anaheim get together, they hate each other. There's a lot of power plays. San Jose will win like 6-2. You know, they, they score a lot of goals, Gabe. And it used to be the other way around. You think those West Coast games, oh, man, 2-1 to one type of game. Things have really changed. Like, these teams, they, they, they get nasty. Lots of five-on-threes, penalties and bad things. Special teams becomes uh, quite key. I think the Sharks are going to score tons of goals. Sharks score tons of goals on the Ducks, huh? Yep. And, um, of course, we heard Alex Smith, who joined us earlier, he thinks it's going to be a higher-scoring game. He yep. thinks it's going to be I a higher-scoring game in the in the Montreal Canadian uh, Toronto Maple Leaf uh, game. Oh, I agree with him. Total six right I, there. I agree, Gabe. I think it's going to be, literally, I think that game is going to be like That's six the highest total Toronto. of the night. Yeah, it's six. And I, and I know you did really well. Remember when we were playing playoffs? You're like, I'm not taking this six-over stuff. You know what I mean? But... I just see this one a little in the different. Le- yeah. yeah, it's totally open. It's totally different. The Leafs and Canadians in an opener. Original. So you're going to take. You want John Tavares out of the gate here in your lineup? I do. Seventy four hundred dollars. He's well worth it because I just believe in his opener. What he's going to do? Like he's going to go bonkers. And even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't get the multiple points, the shots on goal are key. Like the the guy, he shoots the puck too, so you'll get points that way. It's actually not insane when you're looking at, when you're looking at that price. Austin Matthews is seven thousand and Tavares is seventy four hundred. I kind of lean I lean Tavares. I also like Logan Couture in that position. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna we'll have a hockey lineup for tomorrow. I'm kind of fiddling around. Ovechkin's right going to be heavily. Ovechkin's going to be like a big o- favorite in this. What do you think about Ovechkin at eight thousand? Nah, I, I don't want nah, him at that price. So. It's too expensive. You, you said I expect he's still him to roll, be a, a Stanley Cup hangover. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you know, obviously, yeah, he partied hard, but he's he's fine. But I'm saying, yeah. you know, it's like the Super Bowl hangover. You know, they lost their coach. They won the cup. They've been underachievers for so long. I expect Washington to have a bad year, actually. I don't think they're going to do well this you. year. I agree. I think, like, I think, you know, I think their win total is 97 and a half. It'll probably go under. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, Alex talked about it, how usually we we both do. We fade the team that's getting the banner on their home ice. And 
He said it might be different this time around. It's true. Washington does own Boston, but you're going to give me Boston as a dog with the Capitals raising their banner? I'll, I'll be on the Bruins in that game. We're, get, we're getting a dog price there. Our, the games that I like are, uh, you know, Toronto, Montreal over, like the Leafs to win with San Jose, and uh, a lean to the Boston Bruins as a dog as well. Lean to the Bruins, huh? Yeah. I don't want to take Washington. I know, I know, you know, raising the banner, and I think the Bruins are going to be angry. I can tell you one thing. If me and you were on a team and we go on the road and we watch the other team raise the banner, just like these guys, it, uh, it intensifies you more. You get, you get a little bit pissed off. You get a little bit of a jump in your step, and I think the Bruins are going to be really, really angry in that game. And uh, I, I'm with you. Washington's a team I think I'm going to fade a little bit more this year if we can get uh, the other team as dogs. It's a good spot for Boston. First game of the year, I think they want to make a statement and come out and win. So, And I, I like the price. Uh, right now, of course, we, we got Major League Baseball countdown is on. The game's at 8.05 here this yep. evening. Uh, the Chicago Cubs with John Lester, minus 135. Kyle Freeland, plus 115. And remember earlier, Cam, we were talking about the total was sitting at 7. And it was bet down. It's been bet back up right now to 7.5. And, and I like that a little bit better. I mean, the 7... You know, seven, you're playing for a push almost. Four threes, a pretty common score. Yep. Seven runs is very, very doable. So um, I, I like this this aspect now that uh, that it's seven and a half, Cam. I'll jump in on the under of this game. Me too, Gabe. I think that's, I think that's a huge half run. It's actually hilarious, too. On my book, it's seven and a half plus money. So people really like the over. It's over seven and a half minus 125. So you got to throw down some extra juice on the over. I'll take the under in that game, and I'm still sticking with Colorado at plus 115, I think. I know the travel. Everyone's like, oh, they've been traveling this and that, whatever. It's a one-game one game series. Winner moves on. I really believe in Freeland. It's going to be tough against a, a pro like John Lester, a guy that's been there and done that. I think it's going to be a fantastic pitcher's duel, and I can see Colorado winning a 4-1, a 4-2 to to type of game. Give me the Rockies in the under. Uh, the New York Yankees are now minus 185 for tomorrow night uh, in the Bronx. Severino's uh, minus 185. Total is 8.5. Cam was talking about the over in this game earlier, and I can't disagree uh, with his opinion there uh, with these uh, two heavy bats. We, you know, Severino, it's all or nothing, though, right? That, that's the thing with him. Uh, we talked about it earlier in which you know, he gave up three runs and he was pulled for the baseball game last year in a similar situation in a wild-card game against the Minnesota Twins. Um, on Thursday, we've got uh, the Atlanta Braves and the L.A. Dodgers. Fulty. Um they're hoping that he's not faulty on the road here. Yeah, plus one seventy. Faulty, faulty <laughs> towers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I takes think, on the I claw. Think the Dodgers kill him. Don't you? Yeah, game? you know what though? The total is six and a half, and you know what? The total is six and a half in that Cleveland-Houston game. Exactly. No way though. They both go under. Like I almost, I can't bet every game, but I'm telling you I guys. I think the Dodgers my experience brave. over the years. I think the These Dodgers games go over. game go over, and it's actually going to be opposite. I think the National League game goes over because I think the Dodgers can get to Fulte. Six and a half seems low with that hot Dodger bats, and I might take the under in the other game, but right now I lean Cleveland as a dog, and uh, I will put, be putting the Dodgers in a parlay with the Yankees. I think the Dodgers are too good, and I know you'll bet them because of your team, but you know what? I look to take dogs, Gabe, but I'm not taking Fulte in the Braves. I think great what they've done this year, but they're – they're, they're mis- they have a mismatched opponent. The Dodgers are good all over the board in every area. I think they have strength and major advantages. Acuna is nice, good story. They got some good veterans on Atlanta, but I look up and down the Dodgers lineup, murderer's row with Clayton Kershaw going. Minus 200 is not insane. Just put it in a parlay. 
The Red Sox game will be Friday night. They're going to play the winner. Yep. Uh, they're going to play the winner of Oakland and uh, New York. So it'll be pretty crazy if we get a Boston and New York uh, series. That'll be off the hook. Um, you know, if you're and we talked about it, if I'm Boston, I almost want to play the Yankees as opposed to having to go out west. Yep. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. Great time of the sports year. Sure is. Getting ready to lay it down on the Chicago Cubs and the under here this evening. Cubs and the under. Rockies and the under. It's guaranteed win night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in other words, you know that you know the game's going over. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. The party continues right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Got Scout Radio coming up uh, later on. Colts and Patriots play on Thursday night, although baseball's set to uh, take center stage uh, right now. What do you think about that Colts-Patriots game? Hard to get in front of the Patriots. It is. I think it's a lot of points, know. though. I can't ever pick a winner in a Patriots game, Cam. It, it never goes well for me. I bet against Don't them, the- they roll. I bet on them, they. It's just it's too much. I can't take it. I understand. So yeah, so stay away from that game. Then if you, if you don't like it or fine, I know you can do a lot of props. The props we had were pretty good last night. Sutton was over. Kelsey was over. There was a lot of positives there. The one that didn't come in, I had Demarius Thomas. He didn't get to his number, but the props were very, very successful. I'm with I'm with the Colts in this game, Gabe. I'd like to get, uh, obviously, t- it's 10 flat right now. I think Patriots bets are going to probably bring up the line to 10.5 or 11. I think a lot of people are going, wow, look what they did against the Dolphins. What, did, what have I learned about the Colts this year? I faded them last week. They almost came back and won, but... That game against Washington, they were. I like them as a like in a dog situation like this. I think it's going to be close. I think they can cover that number. Remember, they beat Washington outright. We were both on them as six point dogs in that game. I know New England. Hey, you don't want to step in front of these guys. Josh Gordon has another week with the offense. They look good. Sony Michelle, he ran well. It seems like a lot though. So I'm still. You know what? You said a week to week league. I think I'll take the ten with Indianapolis. That's a lot of points. Yeah, it really is a week-to-week uh, league. It's sitting at 10 right now. The total is 51.5. And the thing is, Gronkowski, um, where his status is unknown, Cam, and uh, right now um, it doesn't sound like T.Y. Hilton is going to be playing for the Colts. That's a so problem. That, that's, that's, a problem. That's, that's a big problem. I mean, they're it's already a, a pretty thin team, right? Problem. Yeah, that is a big problem. That is you know what? Problem. It sounds like a teaser time to me. You get the Pats uh, minus 7 down, you know, from, from 10, 7-point teaser down to 3. three. Yeah. Over 44 and a half, but can the Colts move the football without T.Y. Hilton? I'm not so sure. Yeah, it's tough. Um, then, then again, though, Gabe, against the Texans, you saw there's a lot of other guys that stepped up on the team. Hines had a good uh, fantasy and reality day. He, he looked pretty good. He made some big plays and big catches in that game. I think there's some other guys. 
Um, I, I was going to say, you know, maybe we can expose them with the tight end. Ebron got a little bit banged up. I know they have Doyle. It's, it's tough on Andrew Luck right now because when I look, I really like what Marlon Mack did last year. When he came into that team, he was really good. At the end of the year, thinking, wow, the Colts have figured it out. This kid looks good. And then, man, he's been banged up, and they haven't had any – you know, running game going. So Andrew Luck's throwing the ball like 50, 50 to 55, 60 times a game. Like his arm's going to fall off. It's kind of a concern, but uh, it's still a hell of a lot of points. But I'm with you. Like, I don't see the Patriots. Like, I yeah, the teasing it to the Patriots at minus three makes sense. Like, I can't, I can see the Patriots winning by a touchdown, but I don't see the game being that. Yeah. Oh, man. It's tough. It's tough. I, I like Indy, though. I just think maybe they lose by seven points, but. In the Patriots teaser, it makes a lot of sense. I think they can get to the over as well. Indianapolis will still be able to put some points up on New England, and you saw what New England did to Miami last week. They should be able to do that. Indianapolis defense isn't isn't very good. We're going to start finding out a lot about uh, these football teams in the National Football League. Of course, Bill Parcells uh, once said, uh, you are what your record says you are. And he said this after eight games. And, you know, it's hard to believe, but, you know, we're going into uh, week five right now. Already, the season is is cruising along, so we've got that Thursday nighter with the Colts and the Patriots, um, Ravens and Cleveland Browns. Baltimore Ravens have been very very impressive. Cleveland haven't been terrible and probably you know got screwed of a win in Oakland actually the other day, so that, that's that's an interesting division game. Uh, Jacksonville at Kansas City, very very interesting matchup, and a big time game right there. Then you get the Tennessee Titans laying three and a half at the Bills. Tennessee are three and one. Buffalo usually a good home team. You know they beat Minnesota and they get pasted by uh, by Green Bay last week. Hard to really know what we're going to get from the Buffalo Bills this week. But I've been I've been on the Titans. I think the Titans have been a trendy nice pick this year. But suddenly the Titans laying three and a half points on the road is not something I'd want to do. I know I'm a Bills fan, so people are going to think, "Oh, he's biased on no, this." But you're not. You're it, not. It a seems Bills. like the Bills are the spot in this game. Gabe, I'm telling you, as a colleague and a friend, uh, co-host of the show, I, I'm probably going to make the Bills one of my best bets this week. Always react to what we know before. Also, the Tennessee game, don't kid yourself. They they connected on many, many fourth downs in that, in that game. Very, very lucky. There were times that they looked bad in that game. The thing about Tennessee that impressed, impressed me is the defense. They were in a similar situation, I remember, when they were playing the Cleveland Browns, when Cleveland was awful and they were like a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They ended up squeaking out like a one-point win. I think this is a great spot for the Bills. Their offense looked horrible at Lambeau against uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. You come back home, the world thinking Tennessee, you know the way this league works. I think the Bills actually win, can win this game outright. I'll definitely take the three-and-a-half with the Bills. Give me the, give me Buffalo Bill. But Buffalo! I'm going to make it uh, a big play. I like the Bills. Our boy Whale Capper is not going to be happy when he sees the Carolina Panthers playing the New York Giants this week. <laughs> And laying seven, I know. Go Panthers! I hope you get. Yeah, that. I'm not going to lay the seven here, but I've no, got to play it on, on the yeah. Just yeah, but look, looking <laughs> at these games, I sort of lean with Baltimore, but I don't love it. It's a weird game. Jacksonville and Kansas City is a really tough game. Tennessee and Buffalo, I lean with the Buffalo Bills. Giants, Panthers, seven points is just a little bit too high for yeah, me to want to deal high. with. Denver Broncos. So Denver just played on Monday night. Now they're coming to New York, actually, and playing Sunday against the New York Jets, Cam. And uh, the New York Jets are minus one-point favorites in this game. This is a weird game. Uh, Denver, they they look pretty good for a big portion of that game against Kansas City. The Jets against Jacksonville, awful. 
the Jets are favored. You know what, Marenzi? It's just one of those things like Denver on the road. I watched that Denver game against Baltimore on the road. They're two totally different teams. Like at mile high, they battle. On the road, they're awful. And that Baltimore game was not even as close as the score indicated. Denver had a blocked punt. They had a blocked field. Uh, a field. Like their special teams was incredible in that game, and they still got pasted by Baltimore. I know the Baltimore Ravens are a lot better than the Jets, but as crazy as this sounds, I kind of right now I'm not betting it yet, but I lean Jets. Yeah, I'll be I'll be yeah. staying far away from the stadium. Yeah, no, on I think I want to far away from. <laughs> I'll be staying far away from this game. You know what? No, Renzi, I want to stay. I want to stay far away too. It's like I'm trying to make a game. You know, I won't be betting Denver. I lean Jets, but I don't think this one's going to be on the card. I don't think it's going to. Not be. often the Green Bay Packers are only minus one and a half point favorites at Detroit. Usually we're getting I like points the Lions. in Detroit in this spot. I like the Lions here. I think Green Bay. Everyone saw what you're high on what. He scored how many points they scored against Buffalo uh, game? 22 at 22. home against Lan- – uh, yeah, so the Bills had no offense in the game. If they had any type of offense, they would have covered in that game. I'm not impressed by Green Bay. When I look at the games versus Washington, I think they were shit. They were lucky to beat the Bears. Now you're going into Detroit, a team where when Detroit had horrible teams played you tough, I'm going to take Detroit. Give me the Lions. Wow. Go Lions. Cam says uh, give them the, the Lions. Um <laughs> All right, we've got uh, Miami Dolphins. Here's another one, too. I've been pretty good with the Bengals uh, this year. We've been on the right side of these Bengals games. We've been able to figure it out. And, um, you know, the Dolphins coming off that tattoo job, I think they're just sort of intimidated by the Patriots. And the Dolphins probably get back on track in this spot, Cam. You know, the Bengals have been a nice story, but I don't want to be laying six with the Bengals. And the Bengals are a lot like the Falcons. And, you know, they played a wild game last week. You saw what happened there. But the Bengals games are just sort of going to be close, I think. You know, that they play wild games. Dalton's good, but he's not pulling away from anybody. And they, they, Cincinnati are just sort of a dramatic team. To me, Miami and Cincinnati is a close game. I'm, I'm heavily leaning with the six. That's one game that jumps off the page at me, actually. It jumps off the page at me, too. I couldn't agree with you more. I, I was on Cincinnati last week against Atlanta. It worked out. But you know what? Now I have to lay six with Cincinnati? No, thanks. The Dolphins coming off an embarrassing loss. I think good teams, uh, they'll tend to respond. Cincinnati will win one of those, like, three-point games, Gabe. It's probably going to be a tie where they, like, kick a field goal to, like, win it late. I'm not sure if they're going to cover six points. I actually lean at uh, Miami big time in that game. I think we're getting some uh, point value there. Give me the fish. Let's go swim in with the fishes, Gabe. Raiders and Chargers. Chargers are five-and-a-half-point favorites over to visiting Raiders. Tough Arizona gets four and a half visiting San Francisco. Going to lay four and a half with Beathard. They covered this week, but now they're favored by four and a half. I'm not so sure. Uh, Minnesota and Philadelphia. That's that's one of the bigger games of the week. And you know Minnesota. I'm getting tired of losing on, Honey, Minnesota, on Minnesota big games. <laughs> well, we exactly. talk about Zimmer all the time and how great he is against the spread, and There's, he is. He's a he's a great coach against the spread. Team? But every time there's a big game, and it's always been this way with the Vikings, they always just get pumped. You know, I remember, like, you know, it's been this way for years. Last year in the, in the championship game in, in the FC Cup, they got rolled over. Uh, this year, the Buffalo Bills beat them. They go into L.A. Yeah, they got the push with the Rams, but the Rams carved them up. They showed flashes, just another big road loss. And now here they are. They get the Philadelphia Eagles, the same team that humiliated them last year, to go to the Super Bowl. It's a pretty big spot for Minnesota here, like especially after losing to the Rams. Like if they lose this game, then it's basically well, we can't beat the Eagles and we can't beat exactly. uh, you know we couldn't beat the Rams. So 
you know, who are we? Are we really Super Bowl contenders? You brought Kirk Cousins in for a reason, and I'm not blaming Kirk Cousins for this, but you guys tied the Packers, you lost to the Bills, you lost to the Rams. The wins aren't there. It's time for Kirk Cousins to win a big football game for anybody. He barely won any big games with the Washington Redskins, and it's time for him to win a big game, and this is a big game. You get the Philadelphia Eagles right now, a team that, yeah, that beat you. I'm leaning with the Vikings just because of the spot. But the I'm Eagles gonna are going to be in – and the Eagles want to win this game too. They yes. don't want to be two and three. So it's a tough spot. I think spot. it's a bad spot. It's a bad like, – this, like this is the thing. Both teams, hungry. Like that's the thing. If the Eagles would have found a way to beat Tennessee in that game, if they didn't, you know, piss that game away late, I would love the Vikings in the spot. Now not so much. Another, another week under their belt. Carson Wentz, too. That Eagles offensive line looked a little bit shaky in that game. He was running for his life, and I'll give Tennessee a lot of credit there. They came up with some nice packages. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not sold on Minnesota. They've been in this position before. When are they going to step up? When are they going to be the team? I want to take them in this spot, but the fact that Philadelphia, the way they lost last week, I think they're going to be angry. We might have a favorite at a short price, Gabe. Very tough game. I want to take Minnesota, but something in my head says the Eagles get it done. I'm, I'm, I'm going to research this game a little bit more i have no feeling like i feel the dolphins and a couple other games this one's too tough that's a very difficult game good line minus three for philadelphia yeah it's um it's right it on the like, number because i think it's gonna be like that right it's uh, damn I rams it. are laying seven on the road i love the Rams. i'm gonna tell you something gabe this is it this is the this is the week where you get the road favorite i'm a seahawk fan i'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen here the rams have owned seattle when Seattle was a wicked team. When they were going to Super Bowls, they still lose to the Rams. Now you have a Seattle team that got their asses. Like, they actually had a majority of that game against Arizona. They were in trouble. They have problems. I know they get Carson back. Whatever. You know, I just look at the Rams, and the only thing that will prevent me from smashing the Rams, like, if you tease the Rams game to pick them for sure, but I think they win this game by 13 to 16 points. Even though Seattle's at home, it doesn't matter about the 12th man of that advantage. The Rams have so many weapons. Like, I look to take Seattle as a dog. I can't make a case for them covering one touchdown against that explosive Rams offense. I think the Rams win that game like 31-20, to 20, 31-17. Uh, the Sunday nighter, uh, you've got the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. And you look at the Houston Texans. I was high on the Texans coming into the year. You and I have talked a lot about Bill O'Brien and, you know, just how we don't think he's a very good coach. But they won last weekend. Yep. I don't think their season's over quite yet. They're, they're a couple of wins. They're, they're a loss or two away from being in a lot of trouble and saying, all right, we're done, and, and firing people. Or they're a couple of wins away for fighting for their lives. And I don't like O'Brien. I think eventually he's going to get fired here. But against the Dallas Cowboys, the Cowboys' offense I don't think is good enough to keep up. And I think finally Houston getting that win last week, playing on prime time on their home field, especially against the Dallas Cowboys. How can they not get up for that? And then say to themselves, listen, we win this game, we're two and three, and we win next week, we're three and three, and we're right back in this thing. So, you know, I'm, you know we saw Dallas won last week, but Dallas just aren't that good. And I think Houston's going to beat them here. This is another game that catches my eye. I'm with you again. Uh, we're reading each other's mail. I looked at this game originally, Gabe. My eye go, hmm, I'm getting three points with the Dallas Cowboys in the Battle of Texas. Then I said, put on the brakes. This is a Dallas team that, you know, Ezekiel Elliott played great, but, you know, they needed a late second field goal from uh, Calgary Stampeders old kicker Brett Maher to win that game. So I look at Houston, too. 
They almost pissed it away against Indianapolis. Now you have a chance to make a statement against a Dallas team that has no offense. It seems like a pretty good price at minus three. I think the Texans should be able to win this game by a touchdown. I'm with you. Statement game for the Houston Texans. They're better than Dallas. They're at home, and we only have to lay three. I lean to the Houston Texans as well. And on Monday nighter, the Washington uh, Washington Redskins are in New Orleans. Give me New the Orleans. Skins. Yeah, I'm surprised New Orleans aren't a little bit heavily more favored just because of the public, but I think the odds makers know they don't want to give Alex Smith and Washington too many points here. It's, you know, this is a game where I feel like Washington's going to lose by seven and we're getting six and a half. I'll have to buy a half point, but you love Washington in this spot, huh? I'm actually going to think, I think even a little bit differently, buddy. I think Washington can win this game. I think I'm going to take them on the money line. Um, sure, the, you know, the Saints did their thing against the Giants. The Giants also shot themselves in the foot, feet a lot of the game. They had stupid penalties at stupid times, and they're the Giants, right? Um, I just like this Redskins team on the road with the extra time arrest, Gabe. You talk about Gruden's coaching. You give that guy extra time to prepare. I think they're going to have nice, nice play calling against the Saints, and the Saints had one good defensive performance so far this year. They haven't been world beaters. They were good against the Giants because the Giants have the shittiest offensive line in the league next to, like, the Seahawks or Texans. So you're going to get six and a half. Why didn't Vegas make this seven? To me, everything's pointing like people think are just going to tease the Saints down. Give me the Redskins plus the points, and I think I might sprinkle on the money line. Washington, buddy. Washington, Morency. I'm on. I'm on the skins. I like your boldness. Cam Cam's going bold. <laughs> going so bold. speaking of bold. We- we agree on tomorrow is going to be a big bowl day because uh, NHL is back. Cam's going to have a bunch of golf lineups. We have yep. another. We got a Yankees Athletics tomorrow, but we'll have golf lineups, NHL DFS lineups, uh, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, what are you looking at tonight, Cam? Who are you taking? Well, Gabe, I've already told you I'm taking um, the Colorado uh, Rockies plus 115. I'm with you. Keep digging under Colorado Cubs, 7.5. Hopefully the winds are blowing in strong. And I have a four-game parlay that starts tonight in baseball. These teams (laughs) to win. Colorado, Yankees, Dodgers, Cleveland pays plus 995. 100 gets you 995, Gabe. I'm all in. Rockies, Yankees, Dodgers, Cleveland. Cam swinging for the fences. I'm going to take you the Chicago it. Cubs uh, this evening. Minus 135, Chicago Cubs. I'm going to go uh, with the under in the baseball game, seven and a half. And uh, I'm going to take no run in the first inning as well. So no run in the first, under seven and a half. And the Chicago Cubs to advance. May the winners be yours, friend. Thanks to Alex Smith and Big Man on Campus for joining us on the program. Scout Radio coming up next. Thanks to the boys in the booth. I think I'll be in in the studio tomorrow, actually, in the bunker in the pits. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.